Welcome to Triumph and Disaster, a show dedicated to manly creativity and culture. Brought to you by your host, Cameron McHarg. Hey guys, we're back. It's Cameron McHarg. Have another week of Triumph and Disaster. And this week I have Hegan Machado. I was always calling him Regan for some reason. I mean, that's, I think a lot of Americans pronounce it. It's spelled R-I-G-A-N. But the pronunciation is Hegan Machado. Anybody that knows anything about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu knows who he is already. So I'm assuming a lot of you guys probably um, know who he is who are listening to this one. But if you don't, he's a legend in the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu world. Uh, his his uncle was actually the guy who started it, Carlos Gracie. He's cousins of the Gracies, the famous Gracie family. And uh, Hegan's um, eighth degree red and black belt. He's as high as it gets. And he's eight-time world jiu-jitsu champion. He's uh, won 365 wins. Actually, he's 365-0, and 0, <laughs> I believe. And he even uh, had a record of winning 19 matches in one day, all of them by submission. So pretty crazy. Um, he's had students uh, the likes of uh, Chuck Norris, <laughs> which is pretty funny. And he talks about him a little bit. Bruce Lee's training partner, uh, Danny Inosanto. And he's kind of a, a big um, sort of a Hollywood celebrity jujitsu trainer and coach. Really super nice guy. Great, big, huge bear of a dude. Really charismatic guy. And he teaches at the academy in Beverly Hills. So, by the way, you know, if you're in the Los Angeles area or if you're just in here, you know, around here briefly, just mention the Triumph and Disaster podcast and uh, go to the academy in Beverly Hills and he'll train you for a day for free. But it was a great talk. He's a good guy. Happy to call him my friend and uh, and also my teacher. So here's Egan Machado. And we're on right now, dude. So hey, just to be just to start out, I'm curious if I'm fucking your name. I'm calling you Regan, but the real pronunciation yeah, is Hegan, he- right? Gan. Hegan Machado. Because in Brazil the sound of R is the same sound here in America where uh, H. All right. Yeah. So is it the pronunciation is Hegan? That's the right way to do it. Yes. So I should call you Hegan. No, you can call me. It's no problem. I, I don't mind. Like uh, some people call me Reagan. Things like I. Who All right. Cares? Hegan. Okay, Hegan. So Hegan Machado. We're gonna. Um, we're just gonna do this kind of like uh, assume like people will talk like people don't know who you are. Although most people that are listening to this probably can ask do. Ask me anything, my good friend. All right. So. One of the cool things about it too is, or interesting things about it, you're talking about that thrill of winning driving you, but you got to lose a shit ton more times in the gym before you can even get to that level. You have to get, you have to get tapped out. You have to, you really get humbled in this process. Yeah, when the process, uh, I think Horace Grease uh, was the coach. I remember he saying like, uh, before you come a hammer, you start as a nail. People have to beat you up before you get a thick skin. Now we're going to be able to be a hammer. It's like it, it, you have to lose to come tough. And by losing, by get tough, you get a thick skin. Now we, you're ready to go to war. Because without to get the thick skin, it's hard to go to a war zone. Mm-hmm. You need to get there. Use people attack you. People submit you. People make you quit and stuff like that that's start you start little by little learning how to adjust and learning how to survive these attacks depression this game and after a while you get better and after this you you it's not gonna be a big deal after this you start learning how to counter how to 
switch the game. That that's what's amazing. That's what uh, I feel lucky to be in an environment, have people to push me to the to the edge. Yeah. And I'm able to come back from that. It's amazing. That's what what's uh, real competition is about. Learning how to be in the worst position to recover, be in the top position. It's like a play, a chess game we play. Yeah. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's, it's actually very creative, isn't it? It's crazy. Yeah, it is, the whole process. And uh, it seems like, you know, the, all the guys that I meet, like uh, whether it's jiu-jitsu guys or who are black belts or above, or uh, it could be guys who are military or whatever from elite units or just athletes. You know, usually these guys... Um, they're pretty mellow. They're pretty nice and pretty mellow. There's nothing to prove, you know. And every guy that's in uh, jujitsu and everybody that's at the academy, where it's that uh, is September, they're, they're really jujitsu. The process to to be in a sport like that, it's kind of help you to get you humble. But some people have a a special soul who doesn't matter what you do, it's not gonna change. Yeah, you're always gonna have the 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 character. Charisma, or char- uh, char- uh, uh, character, character, yeah, yeah, who is uh, <clears throat> difficult to change. Yeah. But ninety percent of the times, jujitsu help to change people. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, I see so much change in people, uh, health reasons, mental, and to become a better person. It's amazing because the environment is amazing too. It is, isn't it? Yes. It, when we're talking about the academy, but I think it's probably true in it's a lot like of places. I mean, it's, it's like, like ex- extension from a second home. It feels like it. Yes. Yeah. The there's a real camaraderie, a real warmth with uh, between it's everybody like that a does it. Like shop. <laughs> you go to exactly. Hey, talk about your life and that. Like hey, it is. The guys, the academy. It's kind of cool, actually. And it's sort of an equalizer. It doesn't matter what walk of life you came from or who you are. Once you get in the gym, you're all kind of yes. you're all kind of family. Yeah. This is a great place, by the way. How did you meet? Um, so the Academy is uh, you and Martin, uh, basically. How did you meet Martin Wheeler? Martin Wheeler is... Martin Wheeler is an amazing guy. He I have an opportunity to meet Martin Wheeler before even we become partners. And I have a friend of mine from Texas. His name is Cash. Very successful business guy. He always talking about, we need to do something. Let's do some business. Basically, one day he said, well, let's open a school. By joking around, I said, well, in case I open school, that's why we're not open Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. And weeks later, they found the place. And now I have to back up because <laughs> I was not expecting to find the place. Yeah. Because Beverly Hills is very difficult to find a spot. And the city is very difficult to deal with. Yeah. Because there's no much parking space. It's the real estate is very high. Yeah. Is uh, you move like a little bit a few blocks in West Hollywood or Los Angeles, you it's cheaper. Yeah. And sometimes people why open school in Beverly Hills don't make no sense. Uh, but the zip code make a lot of sense. <laughs> because it's amazing how the people who come to Beverly Hills don't go to Hollywood, don't go to Los Angeles. It's kinda of strange, but that's the reality. People like the name Beverly Hills. People like to, to. It's interesting. Yeah. It's a different world. You learn little by little how Beverly Hills uh, a different, a, a different culture. 
Yeah, I kind of stumbled across this place sort of by accident. I was looking around. I was actually kind of shopping around different jujitsu places. I actually went to the Gracie place, as you know. I got the gear from there. But um, so I was looking around and I came in to, because I've heard of you, and I came in to check it out. And it was actually Martin Wheeler was here and he was teaching his uh, Sistema class. Sistema is, I'll post something about it at the triumphanddisasterblog.com, but it's like a Russian, it's crazy. It's it's one of the most fascinating Sistema things I've ever, I've ever experienced. It's uh, the only thing in Sistema, uh, I think people have to understand what it is. A lot of people sometimes get confused because when sometimes you see some videos and things like that come out, it's a, it's a style of drill they do and train who who people look from outside they don't understand and yeah. people criticize oh this is not martial arts I said no this is dreams is a is a is a style for for exercise uh, the philosophy the culture of the thing it's not like the, you're gonna that's a, a, a sparring or anything it's right. almost like you you practice the skills uh, exercise your focus uh, learning how to keep emotion in it's self-development attacks. yeah it's, it's a very interesting I have a lot of important points I've never seen before agreed totally a sense because when the thing is kind of interesting about system the way I see is like uh, when we train it, we become a single fighter who have skills like uh, uh, martial arts skills to do submission to do throws to do punch a precision and reflex is based on that but when we battle all that, we focus one-on-one. The Sistema is a good complement for any martial arts style because they guide you to think about what happens in case three guys attack you. Mm-hmm. How are you going to move? How are you going to react? How are you going to think? What you're going to do is they bring you something who open your mind like, wow. Totally the agree. They, the things I never think before and uh, that's interest you know what I mean what happened in case two guys pull the knife how are you gonna you have to keep moving you have to to keep look both the same it's like they do specific trainings like that who is important to know because in reality uh, when you go outside the academy we come a professional fighter but what happened in case the guy pull a gun the guy pull a knife what's your what you're gonna do how you're gonna move how you're gonna think yeah, I think system complete well the the thinking, the the ideas to to complement what you as a martial artist. Yeah, and a person. Give you a, a, a philosophy how to react. I love that thinking. Oh, what to do in case three or four guys or some guys put a knife, a gun. I, you know what I mean I think it's very open mind yeah and you're right I agree totally about the like if, if you know if you watch videos or something <laughs> it's hard to see what's really going on there's there's some really deep stuff going on with that stuff and when I did the class I was like I was Ma, so fascinated Ma Wheeler is a is a personal friend and he's a, he sh- we share the academy Beverly Hills together but one time he I was getting ready to teach a big camp uh, all high level UFC fighters, uh, some Olympic wrestlers, the toughest, toughest group. He, sometimes I go to this academy of a friend of mine named Eric Paulson, and I kind of oversee these high level guys. I remember that they have only heavyweight guys, guys like 
240 up. 6467. Some guys 300 pounds. I said, Mark, wheel I said, oh, can I go? I said, I was worried a little bit in my wheeler. <laughs> this is not a normal level of sparring. This guy is going to wear so hard. Yeah. And you I, uh, just be sure you're okay for that because this guy is going to come to right. to throw you around. <laughs> and my will, no, no problem. He, he handled himself so well. I was overwhelmed. He's, uh, the way he escaped from these guys, the way he moved. He was, was very impressed. I believe my will in Sistema for the experience of being around him is one of the top instructors. Uh, in this style of uh, method. Of yeah. And another process. perfect example of a guy who's just really, really kind, nice guy, and, and deadly as fuck. <laughs> really, really nice, mellow guy, but just like he's, yeah, it's no joke. Yes. And so that, so I came in and I did his class and I was sold, but I still wanted to do jujitsu. A week later, you come walking in. Just, you're a big dude, big charismatic dude. This okay. big motherfucker comes walking in. Hey, walked directly, beeline, direct shot right up to me and shook my hand because apparently, you know, I, I was new to the class. How you doing? What's your name? So super cool, yeah, super you know, cool experience. It's kind of funny because you grew up in this environment. You see somebody new want to make feel the part of the family. And you go and talk and making him feel welcome. I think that's my ability. I, uh, the students I have, they end up be good friends. They end up like... Uh, love the environment it's a very addictive environment yeah it's i mean i like when it came to the academy it's a big pleasure to see a, a group of friends hang out yeah even sometimes i hurt myself i prefer to stay at the academy watch people train and talk to people they stay home because home i said oh, what i gonna do here <laughs> yeah you still want to be in the environment yes i like to be on the environment because it's a healthy environment what is it that you love about teaching man what do you love the most about it? Um, I love the math. I love the the chess game. I love uh, the grow of the game. I have so many elements I've, I love about that. It's, like, it's almost like uh, people surfers, right? Mm -hmm. When they, they go to the ocean, they see the perfect wave. They go and surf the wave and do all the movements and get the big tube they wow made my day the same jiu-jitsu you come to the jiu-jitsu do a great training your techniques is perfect you do a great counter you escape and you finish the training you have the biggest pleasure in the world wow today i did amazing i have amazing day at the academy and i think these things little by little help your happiness yeah. to grow uh, help your confidence help you so much it's like I remember I'm not gonna say the name but I have this big celebrity one time he came here he opened his office close by to not have to get trapped and he was coming here he's so busy I was talking to him brother why you, you like jiu-jitsu he said Higgin I have too many things on my mind the only thing clear my mind and relax me when they come to the academy to train and that was something very interesting because uh, you have to figure out a way to have time yourself to cleanse your body cleanse your mind yeah people understand oh i'm gonna cleanse my body i do a juice only liquid i right. i do this i do that only only fibers 
Oh, great. But what you do for cleanse your mind? What you help you? Oh, some people do meditation, yoga, and people do jujitsu. Yeah. And that is, a, is amazing to see how many people want to come to jujitsu to do a cleanse on your mind. And basically, you get a good sweat. You you feel like, wow, I have this great workout. Now, when you go work or have to go back to the office, you relax. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's that's what's amazing. You know what I mean? To see a lot of these people come to the camera as a, a, as, as a cleanse or a stress release. Right. Yeah. There's much more to it than what a lot of people may think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it, and it opens you up to be more creative for example yeah, I agree 100% and well speaking of that and you're talking about like the chess game and the creativity of it so you uh, you're doing some other creative pursuits like we've talked about uh, a couple things that you're up to um, uh, including even of all things animation yeah no it, what happened uh, Beverly Hills I end up being around some of the most amazing characters amazing successful people in many different business. And based, uh, uh, now I have more time in my life. I used to only train and train and compete, academy, go to school, something like that. Now is the f- I have time to think about all the steps, all the things I can do connect to my world. And basically, little by little, by being around people who specialize in different business, uh, on the entertainment, like uh, films, TV shows, uh, animation, all kinds of different things. Uh, I end up like meeting a, a, a person from France, a friend, one of my friends from France, mm-hmm. from, who trains Jiu-Jitsu now with me. He come like every three months to training. And he asked, oh, he got, uh, doing animation, can I put your character in my cartoon just for France? And you just do a little voiceover. He did. He he did the character animation. Mm-hmm. When they looked the animation, I was blown away. The quality, the yeah. look. I said, "Man, I don't know how did you do that, but I have an idea." And I was thinking about how to do a show, which you have the animation with some comedy uh, and something funny. In my environment, basically, I brought, uh, I, I started out to my best friend, one of my best friends named Russell Peters. Russell Peters is a very... A comedian. Uh, a comedian. Yeah. And he do big... Sh- I believe he's one the, the number one, number two in the world, for sure. He's uh, outside the United States. He, he do shows like 30,000, 40,000 people show up to watch his right. stand-up uh, comedy show. And I talked to him, I said, Russell Peter, let me try to create this idea to put a comedian, a fighter together. you the troublemaker. I try to f- <laughs> uh, find this brotherhood like we have in animation, adulting, surround by his world and my world, and bring the friends of the environment, the celebrities, the Beverly Hills people, the plus surgery, the comedy world, the travel around the world. And if I did more fun, the animation, I create a time machine, which we go back in time and fucked up. <laughs> and we try to figure <laughs> try out. I remember you telling me about because that. Because you changed the feature, and uh, it's crazy. It based like, uh, uh, that's what the show we've been developing. It's a lot of work because 
You need to create all the characters. You need to create the stories for every episode we call the Bible. Yeah. And after this, you put this amazing presentation. But just by doing that, to have a lot of people like the, what we've been putting together is amazing. Yeah. I hope we'll be able to, in future, to, to, to put this animation because it's going to be a mix between two worlds and and cartoon that's gonna be crazy and you show me and it is pretty fucking odd. Would, would i could i i don't know would i be able to put an example up on the on the on the blog would you be able to send me that or is it is it okay sure no problem yeah because that character of you is pretty funny it's pretty I fucking awesome a couple uh, cartoons uh, characters all right cool cool so that'll be on uh triumph and disaster blog.com and um yeah man so that's exciting what about it you know, I don't want to. So I'm. <laughs> we discussed this, and I can't. You know, we. So you're talking about. We've talked a little bit about maybe you uh, doing a little acting too. No, actually, I've been doing acting for a long time. Yeah. So let's uh, let's I've hear about that. For almost ten years. The first guy who actually uh, started talking about that was Chuck Norris. Yeah, you Chuck, didn't you train Chuck Norris? Uh, yeah, yeah, Chuck Norris is a. It's like not a friend. It's a brother. Our older brother who rescued us in so many different ways. He the one who opened all the doors in America for us. I heard he's really good that way. He's a nice guy that way. Jack Norris is not a human being. He's an angel. (laughs) He's. uh, I never met a guy so amazing, amazing like Jack Norris. Jack Norris is pure heart. He's the real deal. He's a fighter. He loves fighting. He's uh, a great father, a great husband. He's the most um, accomplishment star I know. He, uh, he's an amazing guy. Uh, I, I feel honored uh, to be a friend of a guy like Chuck Norris. Because Chuck Norris, for me, growing up, was my, one of my idols. I have two guys I love like crazy. was Chuck Norris and... Bruce Lee. Me too, yeah. And Bruce Lee, I wish uh, he's alive to have a chance to, to get to know him because it's amazing to, to, to meet people who are surrounded by him. And I have opportunity to meet so many people who work for him. And I almost have a feeling I get to know him. Like Danny Asante? Yeah, Asanto. Danny Asante. But dude, I have a story for you. It's crazy. I want to hear a story. A Chuck uh, Norris story, too. No, <laughs> yeah, I tell everything. Chuck, uh, let me tell about Bruce Lee the story. Please. He growing, was my hero, too, as a kid. Yeah, I put all over my walls posters. up in Brazil, I, I remember I have a theater close to my house who only do Chinese like kung fu movies film yeah he based me and my brother Hosher used to go over there all the time all the <laughs> time we I remember we leave the theater you have this tree close to the theater we keep kicking the theater the trees like imitate the sound <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was yeah. fun as hell <laughs> and, but I remember one time was Enter the Dragon uh, in Brazil was a different title I don't remember but I saw the Enter the Dragon, John Saxon, Jim Carrey, yeah, yeah. Wall. I still love that uh, movie, man. The big Japanese guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what was that guy's? Name? Yeah, what was his name? Uh, uh, it was like a one one name name, right? Yeah, one syllable big, name. Uh, yeah. Guy, uh, big body build, the Japanese guy. Yeah. Amazing character look. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, watch these movies like hundred times. I remember my brother, my mother gave to us uh, Robert. At, 
at Chaco to play around a fake like we are Bruce Lee to play in the backyards. Yeah. When they come to United States, uh, I have a cousin who, before UFC, before any Jiu-Jitsu Academy, I have a cousin here named Horion Gracie. He, Horace Gracie was living here. I remember I arrived, uh, me and Hickson, we start teaching for Horion. I remember Horion, we have these private lessons at the garage. We have, he make two rooms on the garage for teaching. I remember uh, by teaching over there, uh, one day Horion come, hey, have teach this private. I have this guy want to train for you. He, when I was teaching the class was Jimmy Kelly. Oh, really? Yeah, he, I was teaching him. I was like, I asked him a thousand questions. He finished the class. I spent almost half an hour talking about the movie, how he did. You know what I mean? It was amazing, amazing. And basically, like, after this week later, Horace said, hey, he can have another guy. I wanted you to, to meet and teach. He, he's uh, John Saxon. What? He's, Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and later, I came friends from Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris introduced me to Bob Wall. But it was amazing uh, to have experience to, to meet these guys who did one of the movies that was my favorite movie of all time. And to talk to Chuck Norris about the fight and the movie he did with Bruce Lee. Where he rips the hair out of his chest. Yes, <laughs> Chuck Norris. Uh, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris loved Bruce Lee. He, he was like so much respect and so much love. And, and he talking about Chuck Norris and he talking about workout. And Chuck, Bruce Lee always showed him something, some exercise, some little things like that. It was a very good relationship Chuck Norris yeah. and Bobo have with Bruce Lee. He, one thing happened who was the coolest. In my house, uh, I built like a theater. I had posters from all the friends. Uh, I did uh, working, helping the movies, like Keanu Reeves, uh, some of the guys, uh, uh, Ashen Kutcher, Dave Mamet, I have all these amazing posters. He said, why not to have a, a post of Enter the Dragon? Yeah. And I called Bob Wall. I said, Bob Wall, uh, I'm going to try to find the poster and I want you to sign for me. Like, uh, Bob Wall, yeah, buy the poster, bring it here, sign for you, no problem. He basically, like, I couldn't find the poster. I ordered online. They really? Didn't have. I couldn't. I went to 20 different places and I couldn't find Really? It. I, I wouldn't think it'd be that hard for that it's one. It's hard. Try, try yeah. to buy now the poster, the side of the movie. Yeah. It's very rare or something. I don't know. I couldn't find Yes, I forget about that. He checked. Bob Walker with two months later. I have the poster here. Come to pick it up. I'm going to sign for you. When I got over there, I said, oh, Bob I can't accept this poster because that's the original poster. Oh, wow. The printing and the the, the thing I didn't want to accept because I have all the members on the crew sign the poster. Whoa. Plus John Saxon, Jimmy Kelly, the, uh, Bruce Lee died before the movie came out. Yeah. But his wife signed in his place. Yeah. And he re- Bobby all resigned on the top and stuff like that. That is priceless for me I put in my house I said every time I walk by I, I look the post it made me so happy to have something 
from the movie you grow up watching is I look at like, wow the world is amazing because that movie I watched hundreds of times when there was a kid and to to watch to see this right here in my living room it's the best feeling isn't that surreal it's very very serious like I love this. that you still feel that way and I think it's important because when you when you live in a city and you do something that's related to the industry or you know you meet whatever a bunch of people it's real easy to kind of lose the magic but to like remember when you were a kid and watching this stuff as a, as a kid and how big of an impact it had on you and to be able to look back you know it's awesome for me uh, I fucking love it uh, these guys is my heroes growing up too is Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. and Stallone Sylvester Stallone he, I end up meeting both we hang out with both we have lunch with both <laughs> I was like what the hell? <laughs> yeah. that I was a star track I tried to yeah. control myself to don't jump in Arnold giving him a big <laughs> because it's so amazing to have opportunity to meet guys that level, to talk to his life. Uh, I, I have a friend of mine, his name is uh, Joseph. Joseph is a, uh, he's a big guy in here, have a nice saloon over there in Beverly Hills in the Cannon Drive. And he, the nicest guy, yeah, I met across the street a guy named Richard, who is one of the best guy I met in Beverly Hills. He helped me to introduce him to the people in Beverly Hills to help him to get the license uh, in Beverly Hills for open the school. Nice guys. But I didn't know both. is the best friend of Arnold and best friend of Stallone. He, one day I was over there and Joseph, hey, hey, come to meet my friend. Come over. When they saw it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he said, have a seat. I don't know, that's Higa Machado. And I, I couldn't talk. I felt, <laughs> I felt so shy. Yeah. And Arnold started asking, how you doing? Uh, tell me, you're from Brazil. I love Brazil. I love Carnival. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember I was, that. I remember that video yeah, of him in the like 70s. I was a little kid. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, Carnival is nice. <laughs> I completely gave me a block. <laughs> but after a while, I met him for the second time. This is after this. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Um, but in the beginning, I was shocked. Yeah. Same with Stallone. I, I met Stallone to, with Richard, who is his, one of his best friends. And I talked about uh, the film he did in in Brazil the Expendables All right. shot in Brazil in Rio and he hurt his back really bad he was talking about because I, I was talking to him it's like you have to come and do some jiu-jitsu right down the street not too far from your house yeah. he was speaking I hurt my back so bad we have to stop for months on the shoot of the Expendables oh wow because uh, the big guy the wrestler Austin oh yeah that wrestler guy yeah uh. he gave him this double like he hit the the back on the on the ground on the wall something like that yeah. he hurt his back badly man. He, he said I can't train it. my back is not 100% I don't want to take a chance I agree with him I said like save your body yeah. is the best thing you can do it's, but it is something about you know what I think it is I think it's it's when you meet people that were heroes to you when you were a kid 
you, you you know you meet a lot of people here or whatever and it's and it's cool but it's it's the ones that you watched when you were a kid that does that those are the ones that make you kind of starstruck you know uh hollywood hollywood have a lot of power it's the power of influence uh these guys don't have no idea how powerful and how many lives they change in many different ways. Like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he did the uh, pumping iron, mm-hmm. the bodybuilding, uh, when you, uh, Stallone did the action, Rambo, Rocky, mm-hmm. how many, he don't have no idea how many people got motivated to be a champion because the film yeah. is amazing yeah. power the influence Hollywood have and to have a chance to in a lifetime you watch these movies and meet the guys who motivate you to become a successful athlete is it, it's, it's something very cool you know? absolutely it's, it's, it's no better expression like cool that was very cool to have opportunity yeah. to meet these guys it's something Come, my good friends. Like uh, I have a friend right now. He's the coolest guy I ever met in my life. I can't believe he's how humble he is. It's Charlie's Hunter, who did Sons of Anarchy, uh, King Arthur. He is so ground to the earth, humble, workaholic. He discipline. He go home. He training. He don't care about social media. He's yeah. one of the most cool guy. I'm mad and to see guys like that come successful in the industry to be able to be friends of guys like that is amazing. Same like guys like Leonardo DiCaprio. I have opportunity to meet him one time, and he he talking about the environment. He was in Brazil, in Amazon. He talking about how beautiful uh-huh. Brazil is, and this is amazing, brilliant person. When you talk to a guy like that, you learn so much for his experience, his vision to do things to change the world and for a better place. And guys like that motivate me to do the same. And that's why uh, I love Hollywood industry because I have opportunity to meet guys uh, who use Hollywood to do other things outside the screen. Uh, I love this world, you know what I mean? For sure have one side with everybody say the bad side of Hollywood and this and that. But Hollywood is amazing. You look to the good side, yeah. the, what Hollywood can do. Well, these are all perfect examples. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think the first movie that I remember watching was Rocky, actually. I was just Rocky's about like shit. six years old or so. Rocky. And I cried. It was a huge impact on my life. I fucking, it was a huge like thing. Like the dog guy <laughs> to fight him. Wow, but it's amazing. you're kind of beginning to do that yourself now as far as making an impact on people and uh, not just by teaching here but I mean you, that's a big thing but you what other what and you, you mentioned the animation that's going on but what, what what do you have in mind man what goals do you have in mind you want to you want to reach out and do some more stuff no the key is like this what I try to do I follow the, the people who's good in this business I try to be a student uh, I have opportunity to talk to the people in the industry to understand how these guys think and what they did to accomplish the success. I try to follow the steps to see how far I can do something. But one of the things uh, I like, I don't like favors. I don't ask, like to ask people to help. I like to try to do my own projects. Yeah. And to understand 
to the steps you do to create a project. I did two movies uh, before. One is called Brazilian Bro. I did with my brothers. After this, I did another film with another friend of mine. Uh, his father is Oliver Stone. His name is Sean. Uh, based the two movies, the worst movies I ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's like Brazilian bro was, was the actual for me look like a comedy because uh, I did it for my brothers. We we did it. We never acted before. Uh-huh. And imagine you never acted before and try to do a movie. It's, it's funny. You watch yourself like try be a tough guy. <laughs> I gonna beat you all. It's yeah. like that. It's like. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because uh, you realize it's, it's not that simple. You have to have a, uh, a, a school behind you, your experience behind you to learn how to act. Uh-huh. But uh, after this, later, I did another film and we we come out the idea to do like a Ghostbuster uh, mix like you see a reality show and some simple something to fit the budget. Mm-hmm. I raised the money myself with a few of my friends and stuff. But when you put a crew or a hundred people working together, something's gonna happen. Yeah. And I, that's what I didn't know. And basically like uh, everything go, went wrong and people quitting left and right. Actors don't wanna whack. Oh anymore. man. Because some people do favors. They come on yeah. the set and wanna help. Yeah, gonna tell was crazy. But we finish. And the film come out completely different than the one we Yeah, did. it often does. It comes so <laughs> crazy. I don't even know what the movie, what happened to the movie. But I said, you know what? One thing I learned, I accomplished, I start from nothing. I put the idea on the paper, friends, and we make the movie. But this process is the best in the world because I believe the only way you're going to be a good fighter is to fight. Yeah. The only way you're going to learn how to be a filmmaker is to start filming and make it. That's my philosophy. I said, like, I'm going to do a thousand bad movies to one day do a good movie. Yeah. And from there, I try to do another good movie and try to do another good movie, see how far I can have fun doing that. Because I love the industry. I want to challenge myself, a different challenge. Let's have fun and see what's going to happen. You know, you know what, Higgin? To... Just getting a fucking movie done is a major accomplishment. So even when you see even like really, movie, even man. when you see like shitty ones, no, honestly, even like when you see shitty ones, it's like you know what, man, hats off, dude, you got it done because it's it's not easy. And like you were saying, just all these disasters can happen. Yeah, and I mean, oh, it's, it's just it's common. Well, it's funny. <laughs> so, what is it that you what is it that you see yourself or wanting to do like in a few years down the road? Um, one of the things is structure. I believe um, I, right now I, I'm surrounded by real people in good structure. And to create a structure, that's when you want to create the, the steps. Basically, with solid people, in, uh, 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 I believe like this. My philosophy is simple. You want to have a successful business, you connect yourself with superpowers in different areas. Mm-hmm. And you create a super team to make super projects. Mm-hmm. And basically, before I try to do everything myself, and I realize I don't know shit. Mm-hmm. 
it, that's why the movies I accomplished was disaster. And right now, I, I try surround by people who, in his area, is really good. Right. And basically, as a team, kind of synchronize in a way we work together to be able to do amazing projects. And to people to understand what we're doing, to understand the business, to understand the distribution, the process. Mm -hmm. And for me, is a, a good, I like it. I like the process. You have this crazy idea on your mind, you put on the paper, create the story, create the script, attach the actors, scout locations, film the projects, the lights, the, the uh, the, the lines people talk to each other everything comes from your mind and from there when you finish you have this movie it's kind of trippy like, isn't it? Wow, I know what you mean I have a dream here that dream become a movie the vision in your and, head uh, becomes something you, on a you wall you start to appreciate more the process of the industry yeah that's why I love to talk to writers I love to talk to directors I love to understand how how the how they can see the movie before the movie is filmed it, it's amazing the process it, i think like even like another day i watch a documentary about godfather everybody was thinking the movie is going to be the worst movie on the planet yeah uh, uh, to see come one of the biggest class in the history in films if he marlon brand al patino rob de niro uh, rob duvall it, this is is amazing. Uh, you never know what's gonna happen. In some movies, uh, you never hit the success. Probably people never gonna see. But the process you create something, make it happen, is what I love about. Yeah. And the success is consequence of uh, you, the what's gonna happen with your life. I feel like I feel like you're applying a lot of uh, your the way that you think and your philosophy when you were training to fight to, to this. You have to love what you do. That's life what you is, said about jujitsu. Yeah, life yeah. is too short. Just enjoy, surround by people you love. And, and don't be afraid to fail and just keep... Life is short. You fail, stand up, come back and have fun. Yeah? The key is to have fun what you're doing. Don't stress you out. I look at Hollywood different eyes. I look at Hollywood as a business. I look at Hollywood as uh, something fun to do. And I said, man, what I want for my life? I want to have fun. I want to love what I do. You know what I mean? Base, that's my culture, my philosophy. Like, let's enjoy life. You see what we can make with this beautiful life you have. Yeah. Did you ever think when you were a kid watching those uh, kung fu movies next door that you'd be sitting actually, here doing this right now? Actually, I have a, a good story for you. I remember uh, I was in... That was amazing because I have this homework in high school and I have three or four friends. One the homework, uh, the teacher asked for us to write what you want to do when you grow up. Mm -hmm. Exactly the things I wrote is the exactly the things I accomplished. No shit. You, you mean you still have this piece of paper or whatever? I don't have, man. Which I have because I want to frame yeah. and put in my room or something. But I wrote like, I want to travel around the world. I want to see every country I can. More travels better. I want to learn about everything another countries have to offer. I travel to 62 countries teaching jiu-jitsu. 
is competing. It's, I said, you know what? When they travel for other countries, it's not a work. It's a vacation. I get paid to do it, doing what I love. Yeah. That's that's a, a bonus in life. It's everything. Yeah, like example, I love to live uh, in California. Because California, you have the beautiful weather, you have the waves, you have the ocean, you have the mountains, you have Hollywood. And I want to have a school, I want to do this. Yeah, I want to one day do movies. And everything <laughs> I wrote, a little by little accomplish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think life is challenge. Life is beauty. Life is to get to to have a, a, a book to write about your life. When you have a child, they are, look to your eye. What did you do, father? You tell a story he's never going to forget. Oh, my son, I was in Thailand. I was in uh, New Zealand. You know what I mean? I was doing a safari in Africa. I was like in the Amazon River. I was rock climbing the mountains in Australia. I was like hiking in, over the trees in Singapore. You know what I mean? It's like I was like doing these amazing uh, things life have to offer. You know what I mean? And I think that's what life is for me: is to challenge yourself, and enjoy what you. Because I believe he is a paradise when I came to the academy I sit down I look around I said poor man this is a paradise school I designed this school the way I like I have the students I like uh, I have everything I like and I think like uh, every day I wake up happy with the pleasure to for what the opportunities I have you know what I mean that's what I recommend people enjoy life Try do the things you love. Try be surrounded by people you like, and go after the things you believe is gonna make you happy. Did you? Uh, I love that man. Um, but I'm just curious. Did you ever have when you were competing or now or any time in your life? Did you ever have like moments of doubt, or did you have anything you, you had know, to overcome? Kind of injuries, anything it's like kind that? Of fun. I never planned everything. It's like uh, I have a vision of what I want in life, but I never plan. Like example, when I come to Jiu-Jitsu, was uh, a blast. Like uh, I feel uh, the person who created Jiu-Jitsu, Carlos Grace, to embrace me like one of his kids, leaving his house, wake up every day, have breakfast, and talking about the history, about the amazing philosophy he have to create, about how to rebuild Jiu-Jitsu, all the step I spend every morning, wake up, have a breakfast with the person today, Carlos Gracie, who found the sport of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, who today we have like UFC, you have these maze fights between McGregor and Mayweather because that guy have a vision, Carlos Gracie. Mm-hmm. He have a vision to do everything what you're doing today and to have an opportunity to to, to be in presence in a relationship with this amazing character, this amazing person, and to learn so much from his philosophies and his vision is I feel blessed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good place to maybe start to wrap it up. Do you have a 
is there anything that I didn't really ask you about or anything you want to talk about or anything that you're doing or you want to plug? You sell any t-shirts wanna, or anything? What are you doing? Say, no, I want to say about McGregor and Mayweather, okay. my vision about the fight. All right. Uh, Mayweather for me is one the most unbelievable boxer I ever seen in my life. I never seen somebody dance on the ring and bobbing with all the punches. He's a uh, Michael Jordan mm -hmm. sport but when they said I heard McGregor and Mayweather is gonna fight I thought like that's not fair to McGregor to just box. Fight yeah. box yeah but one day I watched McGregor interview about uh, the fight about one thing about McGregor who he's I love him and he is is what it is his success because he convinced me by watching his interview he can beat McGregor yeah. or May Mayweather you mean uh, Mayweather yeah. I'm sorry yeah. uh, McGregor uh, can beat uh, Mayweather he so believable he looked and said I will beat this guy I will knock his head his head is little my hand is bigger I'm stronger <laughs> he, I believe. I don't know. There's I, something about I'm that now, guy's mentality that's now fascinating. Create me yeah. like a, I don't know, man. This guy, I think I start believing in him, and now I want to see this fight because he motivate me. He will real beat Mayweather. For me, what blew me away, this guy. This guy come to UFC. The first fight, I was with some friends. You watch him fight Jose out. No way in hell I thought McGregor is going to knock him out with one punch. He said, no, I'm going to knock him out one punch. He knocked the guy one punch. In the second fight he had for the title, I said, poor McGregor now is in trouble because he's going to fight a guy above 155. He, I don't think he's going to take it. He went over there and knocked the guy out. And I start thinking, like, man, this guy is have two belts in the UFC the guy everything he say he accomplished when somebody believe like this guy believe he can beat somebody I don't know I, I, I start believing for him and now uh, you ask me who you think is gonna win I said with the belief of McGregor and the skills of Mayweather I give 50-50 yeah yeah and I, you know what I will watch this fight I will try go to Vegas I want to be a part of this amazing crossover. I think this is going to change the history uh, between boxing and MMA because I think a lot of other MMA fighters are going to believe and want to cross over too. And this is going to be good for UFC. It's going to be good for boxing. Yeah. I think it, that mix has changed the world because the worlds keep changing uh, uh, the world of technology the world this and that I think the change you have to accept the change and let's follow the change right and I think it's going to be a good idea because a lot of opportunities of MMA fighters oh you want to fight box is another way you can make my extra extra money it's going to be good for box because yeah. box is going to have opportunity to grow because UFC is this big business and some boxers is going to make a lot of money. It's going to be money for everybody. That's what it's about. It's like these guys is going to 
start making a lot of money because give more options for the UFC guys. Oh, I want to fight box. Okay, yeah. go fight this pro boxer. Eastern boxer, you're going to be crazy to cross over. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> you know what? Now you see boxers doing MMA, MMA doing boxing. It's going to be this crazy crossover who excite people to come and watch the fight. See, that's what's good because more money on the sports of boxing, MMA is only going to motivate the fighters to to fight to because they deserve to get paid a lot of money. I think it's going to be good for a lot of the MMA guys to start getting a better paycheck. I think it's going to be good for everybody. I, I think, think uh, McGregor is the pioneer on this crossover. I think he is. I think it actually, interestingly enough, transcends the sports though, man. There's something about McGregor and how he goes past limitations or self-imposed limitations. I have a lot he, of respect. He doesn't, he's not fooling himself with his confidence. He really fucking believes it to his, to his core. Yes, and there's something yeah. about that, 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 that goes beyond, that goes for anything, man. That goes for, and so there's something uh, really fascinating about that guy. I have a story for you. I have this funny story. Ashen Kuch is, is uh, one of my best friends. He's one of the most amazing guys I met you. He's the smartest guy. I know he owns so many business outside the the movie business and the TV shows. He's brilliant. Uh, he invests in technology. He's an angel investor. Amazing guy. Mm -hmm. But Ashin Kutcher is really good. Ashin Kutcher, he trains Jiu-Jitsu. to have a background in wrestling. <laughs> I remember one time I was working in the, outside the restaurant. He have a paparazzi come to me. Hey, he, how... Uh, how Ashin Kutcher doing? He's still training Jiu-Jitsu? I said, yeah, he's still training Jiu-Jitsu. He's really good. <laughs> he, um, sound like, uh, he asked him this question. In case he, uh, uh, Ashin Kutcher grapple uh, McGregor, <laughs> uh, what do you think? <laughs> and I said, oh, McGregor is amazing. But in case it's just pure Jiu-Jitsu, I don't know. I think he, because... Uh, Ashen Kuchi is 6'3 or 6'4. He's got long limbs. He weighs at least 195 to 205 pounds. It's a great, he's Ashen Kuchi top shape. On the ground, he's, I don't know, I think he's bigger, he's stronger. He's amazing jiu-jitsu. I think he, Ashen Kuchi can do well. And the paparazzi put all over the news oh, shit. stuff. All the jiu-jitsu <laughs> magazines and online magazines. <laughs> After a while, I think we should call me Higgin. I love you, but don't put me in trouble. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because exactly. Uh, one day I go watch a fight in my Gregor. Hey, you yeah, exactly. me up. <laughs> I, I, said, I start laughing. I said, yeah, joke around. I said, I apologize first for because I didn't expect to be the TMZ put all over the place. But I told uh, was it was a joke if he... Ashen Kutcher, yeah, it's better training because you never know. Maybe you're going to have to fight McGregor. <laughs> and he said, no, no, he, McGregor is pro fighter. I'm a, this and that. This, uh, I was joking. That's funny. But uh, was a... You haven't met him yet, have you, McGregor, by the way? I met him. Oh, you did? I met him he, a long time ago with Vegas. I have a fighter who was fighting uh, before he got that big. Okay. And they introduced, very respectful guy, and, Nice guy. Yeah. So, uh, Interesting guy. Yeah. Very, very, very respectful. He, he was very respectful. Shake me my brother's hand and would say good luck. And he, yeah. 
ask a few questions about the other fighters. He he know about the jiu-jitsu community. He know everything. Sure. He know who is who. Smart guy. Yeah. Well, shit, man. Let's wrap it up. Is there anything else you want to say before we hit, just hit this off? Just think moving and have this wonderful conversation. Anybody who want to come to Beverly Hills, uh, the address 8621. Um, in Wilshire. Wilshire Boulevard in Beverly Hills. Uh, you want to mention the show, I give you an introduction for free. He wow. was going to be able to meet Higa Machado in person <laughs> and jump on the mat and we're going to have a friendly training a good time. Okay? That's cool. That's cool, man. What's the name of the show? Triumph and Disaster. Okay. Triumph and Disaster. So That's you awesome. got to remember that. Okay. Uh, you guys have a wonderful day. Enjoy life. I hope one day to meet you guys in person. Okay. Take care, guys, and have a, a wonderful day. Thank you, brother. Thanks Thank for you, doing brother. it. So that was Hegan, you guys. Hope you guys liked that talk as much as I did. He was uh, he was great. And uh, just another reminder, so if you mentioned Triumph and Disaster or, or that you heard of uh, him or the Academy and Beverly Hills where he uh, teaches, if you mentioned Triumph and Disaster podcast, he'll train you for free for a day. I'll let you have a class with him for free. So uh, make sure to check out the Academy. So if you look up the Academy, beverlyhills.com, you'll find it there. I love that place. It's a great place. He's amazing. Martin Wheeler's amazing. It's just a great place. So uh, it's good for everything, man. It's good for it's good for you as a person. It's good for your creativity. It's not just about fighting, but it's also one of the best places you can go for that. So make sure to do that. Also, if you could just go to iTunes, go to Triumph and Disaster under podcasts, leave a quick rating and review if you like this or any of the other episodes. It really helps iTunes to promote the show and get it bigger and better. And if you do, I'll call you out by name in the next episode to thank you. I really appreciate it, guys. Hope you guys liked it. We'll see you next week.